Enough with Embrace Debate. Pointless yelling at each other on ESPN and Fox. Yet very little actual content. It's time for a change. A voice from the fan. For the fan. The most compelling topics in sports. All covered here. This is Corbett's Corner. All right, welcome in. Hope everyone had a good weekend. This is Corbett's Corner on a Monday. Good stuff for you uh, as we are in conference championship week. March Madness officially upon us. We have got the Players' Championship after DeChambeau wins. I cleaned up on Sunday thanks to the All-Star Game and Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, so we'll recap the All-Star Game. Blake Griffin to the Nets, our latest title favorites. We will talk about uh, kind of some more second-half NBA storylines, um, what's going to happen in the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference, which appears weaker than the Eastern Conference this year, which is interesting. Hasn't been that way in a while. Um, and how about four mid-majors already in? Loyola representing the Missouri Valley. Uh, we've got some two more tickets punched in March Madness tonight. We'll recap UFC 259, which was kind of a dud. Uh, I don't know. It, it was fine. It was, uh, I was way more hyped for it than it was the last two of them, honestly, with, uh, who knows, but we'll recap that UFC 259. Hopefully UFC 260 is, uh, solid here as it comes up towards the end of March. And then, yeah, we'll talk about the players championship this weekend, who I like in the 40 to one range. All right, but first let's start with the recap of Team LeBron absolutely crushing them. They were minus four favorites. Uh, they did the Kobe Bryant rule for the second year in a row. Uh, less defense was played this year in that final said quarter. Uh, it, last year it was incredible. I don't know if we'll ever see it again. These guys basically going all out for Kobe, uh, playing defense like no other in an all-star game, sweating, beads of sweat going at it in the late of the night. It's commercial free, thank God. I mean, did you guys stay up last night? Um, because that, that was commercials, performances here, performances there. Um, the slam dunk contest was a total dud, but I hit Anthony Simmons, Simons, whoever the hell that was. He was like the biggest dog on the board in a nobody, in a nobody dunk contest. And it lived up to the nobody dunk contest. So the biggest dog, Simons, takes it home, plus 200. Um, three-point contest was lit, Steph Curry. And I love that skills challenge. So it's, I think, every single year since they've done that, a couple years now, four or five, a big man's won, which just kind of shows how guys like Sabonis are now stepping out and nailing threes before guards can hit threes. So that was cool. Sabonis took home that hardware. We've got that awkward, very awkward player interview, which is like contractually obligated from the NBA and its media partners where – uh, you know, Adley LaForce is asking DeMontis Subonis who the Taco Bell Skills Challenge Award is for. And he, in broken English, is kind of like, what? Uh, yeah, it's for, I, I don't know. It's, she goes, it's for the fans, right? Okay, sure. I mean, we just, the Zion interview was awkward in-game. We just got to be done with that, okay? It's, it's very awkward. It's forced. Um, but the All-Star game overall, Giannis, how about that? I cashed him MVP plus 450. He was perfect from the line, 16 of 16. Uh, and yeah, flat out, it was just a pure domination from Team LeBron that was incredible. I, I was excited to see Joel Embiid play. He was on Team Durant, but they were just overmatched, and they lose by 20. The over caches at the buzzer, Steph Curry half quarter to get the first half over, and then Damian Lillard called game, right? You all saw that highlight. Uh, and that cashed the over as well as it was like 317 and a half, 18 and a half, 19 and a half, depending on when you got it. Uh, never, never bet the under in the NBA All-Star game. I will say that again. 
yeah, dunk contest was a dud. I don't think we. It, 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 uh, the only thing I remember the dunk contest, I think it was something. You know, it was more of a big show back in the eighties, nineties, etc. And then I think we had Blake Griffin jump over a car, and that was you know Dwight Howard Superman. But we don't really remember too many ones lately. And this one will definitely not be remembered. I mean, the winning dunk was not even what he attempted to do for Afrony Simmons. Um, all right, let's look ahead to what's going to happen in the second half of the NBA, which resumes on Wednesday. The Eastern Conference is coming down to three teams. 76ers up by a half game. I've got a future on that. I'm, a, I'm holding on to, but the Nets signed Blake Griffin. What do you think of that? Is that uh, is that going to help, harm? I'm indifferent for it. I mean, it's a name. I don't think Blake Griffin's very – he's a shell of himself. So if he wants to come and kind of – be that fourth guy on the floor that can rebound, that can dish out assists, hit the occasional three. He has stepped out his game beyond the per, uh, the perimeter. He's still an ineffective player, but um, I think the name is more blockbuster here than the actual player, but certainly that's another key piece of depth uh, for a team. Look at that starting five at full health. you got Kyrie, Harden, Durant, um, DeAndre Jordan, and now Blake Griffin. Uh, again, not much depth there, but they still like what they've seen out of Bruce Brown, etc. Uh, Joe Harris, of course, now could be your sixth guy off the bench, hitting threes at key moments. That's a scary team. So the Nets, uh, you can't discount them in any way, shape, or form. And I would argue the Bucks. I think Giannis proved again that the Bucks are going to be in the picture no matter what. They sit in the three spot. That's about the top three in the East. Uh, I wrote off the Heat not too long ago, and don't look now. They're healthy. 18 and 18. They're right in the thick of the Eastern Conference. They might end up getting a home game in the four spot. Uh, and of course, they're the reigning Eastern Conference defense, uh, the reigning Eastern Conference champs in the bubble. So it was silly for me to write them off. Uh, Jimmy Butler being back is obviously huge for that team. And, you know, that's a team that's going to have championship pedigree, right? They got there. Uh, Eric Spolster has won. Pat Riley has won. Um, we'll see if how they will handle this much improved Eastern Conference, but uh, cannot be ignored. They are now healthy, and they are on fire, 18-18. and 18. How about the Knicks? I mean, this is what Tom Thibodeau does every single season. Everywhere he goes, you know, he'll have you just good enough. Uh, he did it with the T-Wolves. He did it with the Bulls. Of course, he had, uh, you know, a much more brighter career with the Bulls until D. Rose um, had his ACL torn. Um, but the Knicks right now, everyone's hollering in New York because it's 19 and 18 New York Knickerbockers. Um, but they're going to be an eight seed. You know, I think that's going to be the story. Oh, great. Yeah. Just like when Tibbs took the T-Wolves to an eight seed and then they got consequently swept by the Rockets. I see that writing on the wall from the Knicks there, but nice so far, a regular season darling, the Tom Thibodeau led Knicks. Uh, RJ Barrett is not very good, is he? Oof. Um, the West is wide open. Uh, geez, the Suns are crazy. I'm fascinated by watching CP3. Again, he had a pretty solid all-star game. Uh, I think he's one of the best players I've ever watched in my uh, lifetime. And he is certainly making the Suns uh, maybe not a contender, but a threat perhaps. They're second in the West right now, 24-11. and 11. They've got Aiton. They've got Jay Crowder who just played in an NBA Finals. They've got you know a lot of good play pieces there. The Utah Jazz. You know, they're going to always be trying to not be ignored after both Donovan Mitchell and uh, Rudy Gobert both got uh, picked last in the All-Star game. Uh, Clippers are going to be there. I mean, the West is very top-heavy, I feel. What do you feel about the Trailblazers, the Nuggets, the Spurs, the Mavs? I think it's wide open, so there still could be a lot of shakeup there as the Lakers currently sit three and a half out. When does Anthony Davis come back? Uh, so very interesting storylines as we head into the second half of the season. Of course, 
The T-Wolves. All right, what do we got here? Losers of nine in a row. It's like five or six since Chris Finch was hired on a red eye for a multi-year deal, um, and the T-Wolves just cannot pick a winner, right? Again, I'm not trying to pick on Chris Finch, but I'm trying to pick on the franchise. I'm trying to pick on the management. Glenn Taylor uh, just robbing people, robbing people. Every dude, Hey, buy season tickets. I'll put a mediocre product in front of you for you know 1000 bucks each season. Um, it's highway robbery. When are they going to get their first win under Chris Finch? Uh, let's take a look. The 10 game stretch coming up. So they're seven and 29 overall. I mean, they're going to, I was talking with some T-Wolves fans over the weekend. Who are they going to pick with the, over, uh, with the next draft? Cause they're going to get a high pick, right? They're going to be one of the top three in the lottery. Um, uh, is it Cade Cunningham? Is it Evan Mobley? Uh, et cetera. One of these G league guys, uh, you got new Orleans coming out of the break Thursday. What's that line going to be? Are we slamming it? I mean, here's the thing with back-to-backs for the T-Wolves. I think they're going to get one of these wins, right? Otherwise, I'll just be laughing all the way to the bank. But you got New Orleans on the road, and then you're back home for a back-to-back Portland at home. Do you steal one there, and then you got to go to L.A.? I mean, there's got to be a win coming, right? But I'm going to keep fading them until it does. Uh, so the T-Wolves. My prediction over their next 10, I think they go 3-7. and seven. I think they they got Houston twice. Houston's got a worst losing streak, 11 games. Uh, maybe they take out the Pels and they come back from a nice break. Who knows? Uh, we'll see if the T-Wolves can actually get a win under Chris Finch. Championship week. Uh, ship was what I said there. Ship. Uh, four tickets punched. Loyola. Dominant team. I saw Lunardi just rank them as an eight seed, though. What? Weren't they just top ten in the country? Um, that's a good team. Porter Moser, his name's been highlighted around possibly going northeast to Boston College. Who knows? Has he got another Final Four run with a Cinderella in store? That would definitely be a live eight seed, right? Uh, the other three teams, some mid-majors getting in, and they are pretty highly ranked. Like, this could be some upset alerts. Winthrop has one loss this year. What are they going to be, an 11 seed, 12 seed, 13 seed? Liberty's a good team. Moorhead State took out Belmont. Both of those teams were solid. Moorhead State was the two seed that upset um, their opponent, the one seed in the conference in the horizon. So that was the lone upset so far. Two more games tonight, more mid-majors. We've got basically a 1v7 and a 1v8 tonight in the Southern uh, Conference Championship and then the Sun Belt Championship. So in the Southern, it's Mercer and UNC Greensboro. Uh, well, that'll be interesting. I would imagine favorites can move on there, and same for Georgia State, App State. That might be the more interesting game over the two, but you never know in March, right? Um, so it's going to be exciting, and of course, all the big conferences finish out, and we will be making brackets by this time tomorrow, or this time next week. That's a neck on me. Um, but Selection Sunday is on Sunday. Brackets, yes, we're all at work trying to fill them out, getting into a bracket pool. Uh, so March Madness, we will get our Guess Better segment back live on Corbett sometime this week. Ty Dawson's heading out to Vegas for conference tournaments, so we're going to get him going on the Guess Better once again live from Vegas. And good news, too, is the website is complete. Now it is just final editing time and just a little bit on that here. Okay, so I'm the king of pra- procrastination as I've been teasing this website for the better part of three months. Um, I mean, writer's block, like I'm so bad technically, graphic design, most of you know, putting pen to paper, I finally just sat down and said, fuck it, let's go today, did it, Uh, first of all, I'm like, oh my god, I'm not going to be able to do this, so I reach out to, so I'm using like Wix.com, and I reach out to one of these uh, 
fucking, you know, uh, they're professionals. They hire a professional to uh, help you, yada, yada, yada. So I send an email, and I'm like, okay, is this guy going to ever get back to me? I'm just like, all right, let's crank it out. Three hours, looks good, showcase a few eyes, some of my close confidants. They love it. But it's still a little bit rough around the edges to where they said, hey, it looks great, but it could use an extra set of eyes. I got a meeting tomorrow morning with said professional. The framework is there. The content is there. The pages, the setup is there. If he can make it look a little bit more kick-ass, that would be epic. So it will be debuting sometime this week, and that is a promise. Okay, I promised last week. I promised the last three months. That is a promise. This week. This week. Website. Yes. Uh, Speaking of this week. The Players' Championship. This was the golf uh, tournament last year. This time last year, right? We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of the coronavirus. Dear Lord, hopefully we're getting through it. Signs starting to trend, starting to look that way. Hope they hold. Uh, This was the one this time last year that got canceled when the world basically stopped on a tilt and everything shut down in the middle of this tournament. I think it was on a Friday, Thursday, Friday. Um, So the Players' is back. Now we will have a winner this year. I just cashed the winner, Bryson DeChambeau, 12-1, to 1, had that pre-tournament. I like Jordan Spieth, and I'm seeing anywhere from 40-1 to 1 to 35-1. to 1. You know, I'm looking at the leaderboard, it's a stacked leaderboard, and I'm kind of looking like who hasn't won this year because I don't think we've had a double champ so far this season. Maybe I'm wrong there and DJ got one, but... Um, you know, it's been, Bryson DeChambeau has been epic. He, he controlled that. It was actually fantastic. He nailed a, a putt to walk it off. There was fans at this one because it's in Florida. They're on the Florida tour, right? Um, so this is the players. I think it's TPC Sawgrass, right? If I'm not mistaken, um, I'll be checking it out. Spieth was, he's been hovering on leaderboards all season long here in 2021, I think he's going to break through this weekend. He was in the lead for a while here uh, at the Arnold Palmer. God, I still can't say that. Um, He was in contention, and he's just been falling off on the final days. Is this the players, this the week, that Spieth can put together four consecutive solid rounds and get a win? It's been a while. And it's a guy you could root for, Jordan Spieth. So see if we can get a little value there. Jordan Spieth, the players, I think is going to be fantastic. Shambo, he's looking to go back-to-back. I think uh, DJ is in the field. I mean, John Rahm's back. Uh, so it's going to be a pretty epic weekend for golf fans. Pretty epic week. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast network as we are looking to debut the website, thanks for sticking with us. The Corbett's Guest Better segment will be back again. Uh, this week, winging it will drop again tomorrow on its usual day, Tuesday. Core trades. How about the market today? It looked great, and it didn't look great. Now we're just meh. Uh, that's a Monday for you, so we'll be back again tomorrow. A couple episodes of Core Trades coming your way this week. Core bets, and of course, wing it. I think we're hitting episode 20. Could it be? Episode 20 coming up, so check that out on Tuesday. Hit subscribe if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you would. Rate. And if you're on Spotify, just hit follow. We do appreciate it. I'll talk to you tomorrow.